Well, hello and welcome back to Noah's Window. Um, you wrote in some questions that are really good, so we thought we might tackle some of those questions starting out the week this week. And the first one, Mark, is about during the tribulation. Will, will there be anybody who gets saved during the tribulation? Well, it's a great question because we know that believers are raptured out. We've already talked about that. But will there be people saved in the tribulation? Absolutely, yes. In fact, if you want to use the term revival, uh, I think you could certainly use that for the tribulation because you're going to have countless people accept Christ. Uh, I'm going to give a short answer to something I'm going to be speaking at length on as we go forward with the series. But in Revelation chapter 7 and chapter 14, we're introduced to a group that the Bible calls 144,000. But in chapter 7, it's spelled out that these are Jewish people. Mm -hmm. I remember when I was a young preacher listening to a great prophecy scholar say, these are 144,000 Jewish Billy Grahams. Well, it's not that they're the only ones who are going to be saved in the tribulation. They are a special group of sealed evangelists that go throughout the world. Because when you look at the end of Revelation chapter 7, you have this innumerable number that no one can count. And we see them before the throne of God. And the question is, who are these? And the Bible says, these are they who have come out of great tribulation. So in the tribulation period, you have these Jewish evangelists that are going throughout the world sharing the gospel. Uh, again, I got to be careful or I'll try to <clears throat> preach the sermon now in Noah's window and we'll have a, an hour long Noah's window. <laughs> we'll talk about this as we go forward in the series. Even though God is working again with Israel as he did in the Old Testament, there is one very major difference, and that is the gospel is fully known at this right. point. I mean, in the Old Testament, they might not have known uh, the specifics of Jesus coming. There were a lot of prophecies about that. Uh, and, and clearly there were enough prophecies for people to have their faith in God because we know people in the Old Testament were saved by faith just as we're saved by faith. They were saved by faith in His coming. We have faith that He did come and we put our faith in Christ. But in the tribulation, of course, they're going to have the entire Bible. So right. you've got God working again with Israel, but you're going, they're going to know the whole story. And, and I love what Zechariah says in chapter 12, verse 10. He said, They will look on him whom they've pierced and mourn for him as one mourns for an only son. And I believe that comes a great deal later, but it is exciting to think about what's going to happen. And so you've got countless, countless, I believe millions at least, uh, if not more than, you know, perhaps even a billion. We don't know. We'll just mm-hmm. have to set that aside for the moment. But we have so many people who are going to be saved. And I think... When we start looking at the practical aspects of this, it, it makes perfectly good sense because we know there are going to be a lot of people that are going to buy into the Antichrist and buy into Satan. But one thing about Satan is he's not good to his own followers. No. And it isn't going to be long before those people that buy into the Antichrist agenda are going to recognize just how painful and wicked and uh, what a failure it is. And I really do believe it'll be at that moment that they will be open to the gospel. People will be open to the gospel in the tribulation period. I left out a couple of uh, important people, too, because we know there are two witnesses that show mm-hmm. up. Mm-hmm. And I've got my own thoughts about who they are. And we'll be talking about that as the series goes on. But anyway, will there be people saved in the tribulation? Absolutely. One could maybe even say it'll be the seven-year greatest revival of all time. Mm-hmm. 
Well, the second question that's related to that is, so the people that get saved during the tribulation, since we talked about last week how the Bema seat is at the beginning of the tribulation in heaven, mm-hmm. and then the great white throne is for the lost people at the end of the thousand-year reign. Right. What about the people that get saved during the tribulation? Will they have a judgment? You know, that is great. And, and again, you know, theologians have terms that they have for this, but I think it's the term that they have for it is the judgment of Israel. And I, I believe the reason why they use that terminology is because we know that God begins to work with Israel again in the tribulation period. It's Daniel's 70th right. week. You know, we saw 69 of, of those 70 sets of seven ended when Jesus died on the cross, leaving a period of seven years. God's going to start the clock back again after the rapture and deal once again with Israel. So I think it's often called the judgment of Israel for that reason. However, mm-hmm. that judgment is a great deal broader. And I from what we te- see in the scripture, those people who've accepted Christ are going to receive their rewards at that time. There's an interesting statement that Jesus makes in Revelation 22. This is long after the rapture. This is after the tribulation is over. This is when Jesus is about to start his thousand year kingdom. He says, I'm coming and my reward is with me. Mm-hmm. Well, it wouldn't make sense for that reward to be for us in the church because we're coming with him. We're riding mm-hmm. right along behind him. So we're accompanying the Lord as he comes down, but he says he's bringing his reward with him. And I think that's a reference to the tribulation saints who have accepted Because Christ. some of them will actually live, be, still be alive at the end of, at the, the, end tribulation. of the tribulation. Right? Yes. Yeah. So, and again, it, it, would, it wouldn't make sense to have the judgment until that mm-hmm. final, and theologians would call this a dispensation, mm-hmm. until that final dispensation is closed with the coming of Jesus and the end of Armageddon. You know, one of the things that just strikes me is even as we're talking about this is that we might not have every little minute detail, but God isn't leaving anything out. Well, you and I were talking about this because it's a challenge for me in this series on Revelation because people have so many questions about mm-hmm. peripheral things. And I'd love to stop and answer all those questions. But two things. Number one, if I stopped and answered all the peripheral questions, the Revelation series would take three years and we would lose the main we would lose the main highways. And that's one of the things that I think really went wrong in a lot of churches in the 20th century. People got interested in all these little peripheral details and they lost the main vision so that's Mm -hmm. what i'm really up to in this series but the second thing is there's just a lot of things we're not going to know i mean what we were talking about earlier this week and i was sharing with you kind of how i saw this if you think about jesus first coming there are a lot of prophecies about jesus first coming you know we knew he's going to be born in bethlehem uh micah 5 2 we knew his coming was going to be associated with the star numbers 24 17. we knew he was going to be born of a virgin isaiah 7 14. But nobody knew that his mother's name was Mary, and his, right. you know, and his, not his biological father, his but his father, father of record, yeah. legal father, mm-hmm. would be Joseph. They didn't know that the Romans were going to do uh, a census, and you know they were going to have to go back to Bethlehem from living in Nazareth. There were a whole lot of details that weren't known until it happened. But God gave His people what they needed to know in order to be looking forward to Him. Mm-hmm. You got people like Simeon and Anna. They had ample scriptures in the Old Testament to do what they needed to do. And and I really do believe there's a whole lot for us here today in the book of Revelation. God has given us what we need to know. And we can trust him with the rest of the details. He is into details. (laughs) Right. And he hasn't missed any. Yeah, sometimes I get, you know, I don't mean anything. I mean, mean it's not kindness. But sometimes I get asked a question about this as if, like, somehow our answer to that is going to free God up to do what he needs to do. You know, whether I, whether I fully understand it or not, you know, God is right on schedule. And, and there are many things I do understand, but there are also many things that we're just going to have to wait and see. Thankfully, I believe we'll be watching from heaven. And from what I'm going to be talking about or have talked about this weekend, 
um, you know, we're, we're going to, I don't know if, if our attention will be that much what's going on on the earth anyway, because heaven's going to be We're going to be busy. But I think the bottom line is we can trust him. We can trust well, him. Well, and I, one thing, too, I want to make it real clear. These two questions I don't regard as being peripheral, because I know right. a, lot of, a lot of God followers, a lot of people who've accepted Christ, know that they're going to be raptured, but they've got brothers and sisters and, mm-hmm. and, and loved ones, and they're like, is it going to be possible for people to be saved in the tribulation? And, and I know this. I know countless numbers will be. Yes, yes. And God, God will do the right thing. You know, yes. that's the thing. We have to leave these things up to Him because clearly as Abraham prayed in the Old Testament, the Lord of this earth will do the right thing. He's a faithful God, and He will take care of all those things. And the same God who loves us and pursued us with his love will love and pursue others as well. That's right. Even during the tribulation. Well, would you pray for us, Mary? Yes, let's have prayer. Father, we're so thankful that you are such a good God and that there is no detail that you've overlooked and that we can trust you, Father, even as we um, come closer and closer to this great tribulation. We just thank you for who you are. We thank you that we can trust you to keep your word and to love those that we love um, and and to do the miraculous things you're going to do, even even when the Antichrist is doing such evil, you'll be at work. And we're so thankful for that, Father. Thank you for the great comfort that you've given us by giving us your word to read and study. I pray for everybody who's watching or listening today that you would bless each individual, bless each family represented in whatever their challenges are today, Father. I pray that you would carry them through. Most of all, may they feel your presence. I pray that you'd wrap your arms of love around them and draw them close. Guide them through this day. We'll give you all the glory and the honor and praise in all these things. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you, Mary Alice. Thank you for joining us on Noah's Window. God willing, we'll be back tomorrow. God bless. See you soon.